Welcome to the Disrupt Now podcast, episode number 13. The Disrupt Now podcast, created by Natalie Viglione, entrepreneur and founder of Team Goo. It's designed to help people break down the walls around them, construct the ultimate vision of their lives, and provides the tools, tips, and techniques to disrupt their status quo. We shine a light on the good, the bad, and the ugly to help build the roadmap to your dreams. We talk with today's most effective disruptors in every area from art and design to technology and finance and even health and well-being. Our guests bring topics to light that help others to shake themselves free and can give them a whole new outlook on life. Hi, welcome to the Disrupt Now podcast. Today we have Dina Molina, and she is near and dear to my heart as well. And Dina is a licensed psychotherapist and offers a haven where people are allowed the opportunity to express their anxieties and frustrations while providing them with cognitive rehabilitation, behavior modification, and or relaxation therapy. This empowers them to work through life's challenges and provides them with individual support as she is a firm believer and supporter that there are no cookie cutter tools used because no person is the same. She expects that when you walk away from speaking with her and being in a session with her, you know that you matter. And I can totally 100% attest to that. Welcome to the Disrupt Now podcast, Dina. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, I'm so thankful that I was able to find you. Um, and, you know, in working with you and just being in your presence and, you know, even through this interview process and what we'll be talking about today, you know, I've learned so much more even about you, um, which is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Because I realize, you know, most of the time we just talk about me. (laughs) (laughs) Me, me, me. No, but uh, no, but I I really would love to dig in on your journey because your story is really amazing, Um, you know, and I think the theme really can be. Oh, geez, you know, it's it's like we all can take these paths in life of being the victim or the creator of success and happiness. Yes, I agree. I definitely agree. Yeah. So, you know, let's kind of kick this off with a little, um, you know, how you kind of got to where you are today as a licensed and certified psychotherapist. And, you know, you've been working in the industry for for quite a long time now. So would love to hear that journey and and share that story because I think that's really empowering to the Disrupt Now community. Okay, so um, my journey is years back. Um, I was not a really good kid in school. I was cutting school every day and just hanging out and um, doing all the things that I wasn't supposed to do. And I happened to sign myself out of a high school into another high school, which was like an alternative high school. And I met this really cool um, psychologist. He was a teacher. And I was amazed because back then they didn't teach like psychology in schools. 
and um, he was talking about just like really like um, just emotional support that families need and people to be able to move forward and um, I was so mesmerized by it so that was like my first contact with um, like someone who did psychology or psychotherapy um, I became a mom shortly after and I was kicked out of high school um, and went into college after well I actually got a GED so um, I was I was determined not to become um, a negative statistic so when I found out I was pregnant with my son I got my GED and then I went into a two-year college and I studied human services and um, from there I just decided like it was easy for me to talk to people and at that time I just didn't think I was smart and I didn't think that I could be like an accountant or a lawyer or anything like that but I did know that I was really good at talking to people um, or with talking to people so I just kind of stayed on that path of trying to get in any type of counseling I could and the way the universe works out and, you know just how magnificent the universe can be there were just people in my path that like one girl came into my life and she was a social worker and she was like hey why don't you study social work and I was like well I don't really know anything about it and she's like yeah like it's real general um, so I went back to college for that and got my degree in social work and then um, got licensed and um, started working like some odds and end jobs and things like that and finally I got a job at a clinic um, became a psychotherapist and I was elated because I was like wait a minute somebody sees that I can actually do this <laughs> um, and, and I was just like, does this lady even know who she's hiring? I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to fake it till I make it. And, <laughs> you know, and I did that. And one day I just decided, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can like take on some private clients and see how it goes. And this is about three years ago. And I had children that I was working with. And parents kept calling me and people kept calling me. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm actually good at this. And I love it. And you know, I think I'm going to stay on this path. So my private practice now, which you, you know about Natalie, is, um, you know, blossoming and blooming. And I love it. And I would say it was the longest road ever. But, <laughs> you know, you always what you do sometimes. So, yeah. Well, that I mean, that story is, is amazing. I mean, let's let's, you know, hone in on that being a teen mom I mean that in and of itself you know you powered through that is that's not an easy time I mean getting kicked out of school and I mean I can only imagine you know the thoughts and the negative feelings and gosh the potential words and things from parental figures yeah. uh overwhelming at to say the least at a young age and especially you know as a woman where you know, I mean, we are the moms. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think, you know, part of um, this kind of journey with disruption and like figuring out, you know, some people can really tap into this inner courage and strength, which you did. Um, what do you feel like was that moment for you where you were just like, you know what? F this. I'm going I'm doing this. I'm going to get my GED, you know, I'm going to college, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> I think for me it was at that time it was actually my son. Um mm. because I wanted him to have a mom that he can look up to. Um I wanted to be able to always tell him to stay in school and do the right thing. And I thought to myself, if I didn't do it, then how would he be able to do it? Um and 
you know, his, well, his dad was um, involved in a lot of um, just, I would say negative things. Um, there was a lot of like, you know, um, drug dealing and things like that. And that's kind of the community I come from, living in um, Brooklyn in the project. You know, this is where I come from. And, you know, I didn't want my son to grow up that way. But I also knew deep in my heart that there was more to life than this. I was tired of having anxiety, going to sleep at night. I was tired of wondering what we were going to do, how it was going to work. I was tired of seeing other women walking down the street looking like they were so successful and, and just, you know, desiring that. And I just decided that I'm just going to try. You know, I didn't know that I would get this far, but I just thought to myself, I'm just going to try. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I did. I tried and tried everything that I did. I failed a lot, but I tried a lot more. And um, this is where I am today. Still trying and still succeeding in ways and still, you know, failing in other ways. But trying <laughs> is what helps me a lot. Well, <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's all those, it is those failures that, you know, that provide those learning lessons and you know then you jump back on and you're like all right let's do this well that's amazing I mean and you know I didn't know that about you so I mean that makes you know your story and just the way that you work with people so profound um because I can tell you that my experience and I think you know a lot of people can agree with this I mean look I'm I was when I moved to New York City um you know I came from San Francisco all yogi and like love and peace not mm -hmm. hate and war, whatever and you know but bound and determined to do all the amazing things that I wanted to do mm -hmm. but at the same time you know realizing that man it's just not always that easy and you need a coach you need a support mechanism you know yeah. you need a person like yourself that can help you kind of push through these moments where you, cause you feel crazy sometimes. Yeah. Um, well, I, and so you're, you're, and I'm sure this practice has like just been part of like who you are and your ethos and like how you work with people. But what I really love about you, um, is the way that you, it's so interactive. It's so mm -hmm. like, you know, here, let me, let me help you be accountable. Mm -hmm. um, you provide realistic stories that, you, you know, your life stories too, that kind of bounce back and like, well, when this happened to me, I mean, that's just amazing. Um, and how do you feel like you kind of mix into the whole, you know, uh, I mean, not, not really necessarily psychology, more about psychotherapy, because I feel like there's so many that just don't, like, share their life stories, and they, like, don't make it interactive, and they're like, well, how does that make you feel? And you're like, it makes me feel like shit, that's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't answer that question! <laughs> they're like, please talk back to me. Um, it goes back to, like, I remember, so I have a therapist, and she's amazing, and I love her, and I was in a relationship that had a lot of domestic violence in it, um, probably in 2009, I think it ended, and um, I met her through someone else, and I remember, like, just reaching out to her, saying, please, I just need some help, right, I just need someone to talk to me, and I need this person to talk back to me, and um, when she came to my house, it was just like a friend sat in my living room and I never felt uncomfortable. I never felt like, you know, someone had just done surgery on me and didn't close me up. I always felt like, you know, when she came to my house that we talked and, you know, when I, when she left, cause she would see me in my house instead of me going to an office. Um, 
when she would leave, I felt so relieved. I felt like I had just grown a little bit more. I felt like I had so much more um, encouragement and empowerment. And the most important thing that I felt from her was connection. And I didn't have anybody in my life that was so connected to me as she was. And I remember when I started my private practice, private practice, I said to myself, the most important thing I want to have is a trusting relationship with my clients and I want to be connected to them. I want them to know that I feel what they're dealing with and that I can share my stories with them or just anything that I think applies to their life to show them that you two can try and you can get out of this because I did it. And a lot of therapists don't do that because they want to be on this kind of level where they are the professional in the room. But in reality, we're all professionals in some way, right? Because Natalie, you're a professional. When you come and you sit with me, you know, I don't want you to feel like a student. I want you to feel like you are in control of your life and you need support. So for me, it's not like I'm healing anyone, but rather supporting you through your journey and being accountable to you, but most importantly, being connected to you. Yes, that, and that's exactly how you make me feel and I'm, I'm sure all of your clients can say the same and I think you know that's such a supportive environment and I, I wish that the practice in general would support that because I feel like you know a I probably would have done it a little sooner in my you know in my existence at least you know trying to deal with all the mechanisms of wanting to change mm-hmm. I mean I've been on a journey to disrupt my own status quo and did but it took me a while to get there to really be like just do what you want to do already and stop talking about it being a whiny crying baby you know (laughs) but I didn't feel like you know people that I had met in the past I was like ew no your problems are big I mean no (laughs) right (laughs) and I think we talked about this once like you know sometimes it feels like you know, in positions like this, you know, it it is almost like, it's almost both people have to so let go of the ego. And I feel like, you know, it is a, it is a haven. It is a safe place. So you've definitely done what you've wanted to do. (laughs) Yeah, You know, I definitely feel like, you know, like you mentioned earlier, therapy is not cookie cutter, right? And at first, when I got into private practice, I was like, you know, well, maybe I need to say more of like, well, how does that feel? And what do you feel like? And I was like, this feels so fake to me. Like, I want to have a discussion with you. I want to have a conversation about your life and where do you see yourself going? I want to say the things that no one else will say to you. Like, how long have you had that problem? And when do you want to stop? Um, I also want to be very solution focused because, you know, it makes no sense for you to sit in my office for two years and nothing has changed. Yeah. Many times that I'll say to a client, okay, listen, You've been in my office for two months. Nothing has changed. Let's figure out what that is or come back to me when you're ready for therapy because Mm. I don't want to waste your time. And I sure enough don't want to sit there and just talk about this and talk about this till we're blue in the face, you know, and I'm not about, for me, it's not about the money, but it's about change and growth. So if we're not, you're not changing and growing and evolving, then, you know, something's wrong. Let's figure out what that is so we can move forward. Yes. Yes. That, and that's that that's like music to the ears, you know, because I think that's where people get stuck. It's like, well, I, I you know, I, I this is just I have to go do this. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if you're having to go do something and it's not a part of your passion play and it's not mil- making you evolve and grow, then uh, really? 
<laughs> really? <laughs> Not sure how else to say it. <laughs> well, you know, and you've just, you've, you know, every, and like you said, you know, in your, in your bio is like, everyone is different. Uh, look at that. I'm sure at the end of the day there, we can tie all these little nuances together and we all share, um, the same kinds of feelings and we go through evolutions and stuff, you know, and it's all connected, but everyone's point of entry is different. Yeah. yeah. Do you find that's kind of the case? Oh, I mean, especially because you've been doing this for a while now. So it's like, you can kind of see that, that, uh, you know, the 35,000 feet point of view. <laughs> yeah. You know, one of the things I, I definitely noticed a pattern of most people is that I just want to have a healthier relationship with those people around me. You know, um, I want to identify why I'm not having a healthier relationship, you know, with people or no relationships at all. Um, but everyone, you know, pretty much comes in with this, in this space of, I just want a better life. Um, how I work with, you know, them in different ways is like I have a guy who um, I just sit on the steps with in like a Brooklyn brownstone and we just talk about how his week went and I provide him, you know, some tools and a little bit of homework and we do it again the next Friday and he comes back with what he's done. You know, sometimes I'll sit in a cafe with someone and we'll talk about, you know, whatever's happened in their life over dinner. Um, but everything, you know, everyone that I deal with is individual and their needs are so different. Um, and just sitting down talking to people, it's never like, okay, well, I can do the same thing I did with the other person last week. No. And, and sometimes while I'm sitting there, I'm like having this kind of out of body experience, like, okay, they need to do this, you know, this tool will help them so much, you know, this week and let's figure this out. But, um, I think we all come in with this, you know, need to want to have healthier relationships and let's face it, right, your status quo that you've come from a lot of times are not healthy relationships, right? To you it's the norm, but it's not really um, a healthy relationship. So they want to know how to do that. And for me, my goal is to teach you how to do that and sometimes to let you know that the relationships you're in is not a healthy relationship. So in order to progress and move forward, we got to get rid of that first and then we can mm -hmm. move forward. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. that kind of that break up and out scenario, yeah. which I mean, it's not it's not ever easy. And, you know, we've been discussing this lately on another episode in terms of like love and relationships. And, you know, it's like we're all expecting something back. But sometimes, you know, this was kind of like a oh moment. But, you know, it's kind of like the work that I was doing with you to really get through this moment of time in my life and evolution with my husband, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you have to look at those relationships and wonder, why are you even expecting that? Yeah. <laughs> like, <Definitely>. hello. <laughs> yeah. If they can't give that to you, stop. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, that definition of insanity. <laughs> and it's actually how we, a lot of us circle the drain a lot of times, you know, and I'm, I'm guilty of that as well. You know, it's the reason why I got into therapy for myself, because I was circling the drain a lot, you know, getting into unhealthy relationships and having these expectations that they were going to be different, right? Or I was going to show up different or whatever it was. And, um, you know, when you walk around with this expectation, you are bound to get hurt. Um, because sometimes people, a lot of times people can't give that to you. They can give you themselves. And you have to figure out if that's good enough for you. But that's all they're going to give you is themselves. And that can be the happiest place for you. And then again, it may not be. But once we figure out 
you know, whether it is or it isn't, then you can move forward in life. Yes, you actually nailed it. Um, that if it's good enough for you, mm-hmm. I think that's what people forget. They forget who they are within that relationship and just are looking at that relationship so badly or not so badly but just wanting it to be fixed so much and you can't and just can't you know keeps breaking their brains on why yeah and i think people are sometimes afraid of just really checking yourself first right looking in the mirror to wonder what it is that i am attracting and why am i attracting this you know for myself i was attracting a lot of unhealthy relationships because i was unhealthy um, I was looking for a knight in shining armor to, you know, come into my life and make everything magical. Um, it was also, you know, the, the relationships I grew up within. You know, I came from a matriarch family where, you know, we never really seen healthy male-female relationships. So for me, just having a male in my life was like the greatest thing ever. It gave me meaning until, you know, I disrupted that status quo in my life and was like, hey, wait a minute. I matter, right? I, I give yeah. myself meaning every day and, you know, I show up for myself every day that I decide to just give this day a new me. Um, and I was just like, I'm just tired of it. I just don't want to do it anymore. And now that I'm in a healthier place within myself, I can really evaluate what relationships are good for me, good enough for me, or very unhealthy for me. And I can remove myself or give more of myself within the relationship. Right. Right. I mean, and, you know, it plays into such bigger things, too. I mean, it really even going through this process with you and really thinking about relationship, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's been really an interesting moment to think about it, even from like an entrepreneurial expect, mm-hmm. um, you know, perspective, because, look, we all want a trillion dollars today yeah. to like be, you know, never worry again. And everything is like awesome. <laughs> but it's kind of like if you show up every day if you do 100% your best, you give everything that you have, it will follow. Yes. It's just like a healthier relationship with, you know, that, I mean, when I first started the business, I was like, you know, my hair, I think, stood on end because I was like, oh, I need clients. Oh, my God. What am I going to, you know, and then, but then you just kind of sit back and you're like, okay, if I just keep doing this every day, showing up, and maybe that's like, you know, working 60 hours a week, maybe it's working 20 hours in one day. I don't know. It's different all the time. It's kind of the same. It's like, don't expect, just know that the journey you're on is okay if you're showing up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and showing up, you know, I think when you show up, you, you open up space in your life for the universe to provide so much for you because, you know, you're saying to yourself that I expect that this day is going to be good no matter what happens in it. I expect to do my best. I expect to give all of me to whatever it is that I'm doing. Um, you know, you with your podcast and your business, me in therapy, I expect to show up. And when you show up, you give the goodness of yourself to those who are around you. And it just attracts so much more goodness in your life. And so many opportunities come your way because people know that you gave 100% when they walk away from you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is a huge, I mean, it is a huge change in the way you think about the journey overall. And, you know, for all those of us that don't receive paychecks regularly mm-hmm. and really are driving our own success, it's a healthier way to interact. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, we could be like on the edge of disaster every single moment, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. But it's also the expect, you know, expecting greatness, right? So when I walk out there and I expect that, 
my business is going to do well because I've put my passion in it. I expect that goodness and greatness is going to come back to me, right? So even when the glass seems like it's not even full or not even a drop in there, you still expect that it's going to be filled back up again. And it happens. Yes, it does. It does. And I think, you know, that's, it's okay for all of us to even be open about that too, because Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's hard. You don't want to, it's almost like those, again, masks and the egos Mm -hmm. of like not wanting to be open and share about the journey. But it's, I think that's the really most important part and it gets us talking. (laughs) Now, what is, what has been some, you know, I, th- I think you disrupt the space in the way that you manage and really interact and be a part because it I did feel like you know I was always going into your home mm-hmm. and we were just chatting and we were catching up and you're like no you matter and mm-hmm. you know just the great feelings that came from it um what are some some takeaways that you feel like you know if you were to give highlights of so many instances that you've talked to many people about that kind of show up consistently, um, what are some really good, important things for people to understand? I, I think from your perspective, it can be really powerful for people to, to you know, kind of take those empowering thoughts in. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things I say is be open to the process, trust the process, right? So you, you have decided that you want to disrupt your status quo, right? Because you made the phone call to me. And when you come into my office, just trust the process. You trusted the process when you walked in. And I think on, you know, on the other side of that, having a therapist that you know when you walk in their room, you immediately feel the energy of that person. You know, I, I feel like I always want to have someone's positive energy around me and not feel like, you know, I want to feel like I'm walking into their home, right? And they've welcomed me into their home as if I'm, a, you know, a really close friend or a dear family member. Um, but I also want to feel like they're going to be accountable to me and they're not just going to say, well, how does that feel? Right. They're <laughs> yeah. going to say, you know what, you've been having this feeling for a really long time and we want to know why. Um, and, and I think that's most important, right. To know that when I walk into therapy, I don't want someone that's going to agree with me all the time. Like there's been times I walked away from my therapist and I'm like, I'm really mad at her. I don't think I'm going to see her again. I'm cutting this <laughs> off today. And then I told her on Sunday, like, do you have any room next week? Because I really thought about what you said. So I think, you know, letting people know, trust the process. Um, You know, understand your feelings when you walk in the office. If it feels good and you feel like this person is going to help you, then trust it and stay in it for a little bit. But also know when you're ready, right? Because you have to be ready for change. If you're not ready for change, you're just going to keep trying and trying and trying and nothing's going to happen. If you're 100% ready, then when you're getting those tools and, you know, I'm like, go home and do this and, you know, monitor your thoughts and, you know, think about your irrational thinking versus your rational thinking, you're doing it. And when you show up the next week, you're like, you know what I noticed? And my thoughts were really, um, you know, creating these unhealthy patterns of behavior in my life. So I would say, you know, really dive into why you want therapy and counseling. But more importantly, what life do you want for yourself? Yeah. Right? How long do you want to keep doing this? Or do you want to stop now right, and start doing something different that actually will work for you and give you so much more than what you have right now? Absolutely. And 
what I love about everything you say, you said, and you always say, um, you know, you're really, you're honest and you're authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, I guess I've always kind of shared that reality and, you know, I feel like isn't, isn't when people are, you know, in that experience to, you know, from a coaching perspective or whatever, you know, from, from your, um, therapeutic practice and how you're helping people, you know, move forward. Isn't it truth that everybody really truly desires? Like you said, you were, you can get mad at what somebody says, but in the reality of the situation, isn't it truth that most people are really searching for? Yeah. Um, I think people, I will say this. I think people are searching for truth, but I'm not sure if everyone is ready to handle it. So, That's the key, right? Yeah, we're all searching for some type of truth, right? Or, or whatever is our truth in our lives. We want to know who we are truly in this world and how we should show up every day to have a better life. But are we ready to receive that? Because I've had some people that come in and they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I've been looking for a therapist. You were recommended to me. And then two weeks later, you know, I'm reaching out to them like, hey, you know, you're coming in. And they're like, you know what? I'm not ready. Mm. So, you know, you got to be ready because when you sit in, in, in my office, we're going to talk about those, you know, those things that hurt and we're going to get through them together, but we're going to talk about them. Right. Yeah. If you're not ready, then it's going to be hard for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's, it is that ready moment because you can say whatever you want, um, like, you know, talk about whatever you need to talk about, but and then at the end of the day, if you can't take any of those really into your life and really want to execute those things, then what's the point, right? Yep. Yeah. What is the point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. And, yeah. I, you know, again, I think that is a health, such a healthy, um, you know, way to, to really help people through those moments because, again, you know, how, how do you just, you know, have you ever had people where you've kind of worked through those moments of like they're not ready into moments of being ready or more so do you just kind of want to just wait and say, you know, I'll be there for when they're ready? <laughs> no, there are times like, um, you know, one of, one of the guys that I work with, he when I first met him, he just really wanted to talk about himself a lot. And I said to myself, OK, he just really wants to talk about his life and partying and things like that. And I said, but I know he called me for a reason. So let me just stick in this with him for a little bit. And I think after about six weeks of him just talking about life and once in a while I'll get a word in, I said to him, all right, so we've had six weeks of you just talking about yourself, but you called me because you wanted to change. So I need to understand what's the change that you want to see. And he was so startled and he was like, well, I'm not sure. I said, okay, well, I'm going to ask you to write out something. I told him to write out like a resume um, about himself, about the characteristics of his life. And sometimes these things just come to my head as I'm sitting here talking to someone. And I said, and I'm going to leave today and I'll be back next week. And when I come back next week, if you're ready, then we'll move forward. If you're not, I understand it. And you'll call me when you're ready. And when I came back, he was ready. Hmm. So, you know, goes in and out of, you know, things that he's doing, but it's also a part of his process. So I also think, um, your instincts as a therapist are so important, right? You need to know when this is a part of their process or just really their defense. 
Um, for him, it was a part of his process. He needed to get this out. He needed to learn that he can trust me when I'm in the room with him. He needed to, you know, me to know that, you know, these are the things that he does and he doesn't want to do them anymore. And it worked for us. And, you know, we're still working together. He's grown a lot. But I think it's individualized, right? Because some people you're just like, yeah, you're not ready and you're not showing up and you're causing me a lot more work than I want to do because I'm calling you and you're not answering, things like that. But some yeah. people you're like, I'm calling him, and even though he doesn't seem ready, he shows up all the time. Right, right, yeah. which means you know he's ready on some level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's just trying to get out of the way of himself, right, so that he <gasps> yes. can move forward. Yeah. And yes. That's it is. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know what that really meant until it happened to me, and I was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. I, was in, I mean, it's just such a profound, like, how, what do you mean in my own way? But yeah. it's a thing. <laughs> It is a real thing because, you know, you're getting in the way of yourself and you're adding all these masks, you know, when you feel like you're on a defense or you feel like someone is, you know, really kind of coming at you. You're like, you know, let me be this person. But when you realize, you know, this person that I'm being a lot of the times is getting in the way of who I want to be in a more positive way, I got to stop, you know, and I got to get out of the way and I got to sometimes suck in all these things that people are telling me and, you know, adhere to it and move forward. Yes. Well, I think, you know, your process is beautiful. And Dina, you know, I really thank you for being that person in my life and in many other people's lives. And, you know, I think that's such an empowering process. And again, I wish I wish, you know, that more people would be open and be like this, because it really would be so helpful to so many more people. Mm -hmm. It's okay, we'll just send everyone to you. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure. I mean, this in itself was a pleasure, but working with you was a pleasure. Um, I hope that I'll see you in the future. But if not, I know that you're in a great space and doing all these wonderful things. Oh, yes. Well, it, you know, you helped me through some major upheaval moments. And, you know, there's still a lot of work to do. Don't yeah. get me wrong. So expect some Skype sessions to be coming yes. up. Yes. <laughs> okay, maybe not Skype. It, it won't, maybe if it works, we don't know. We'll see. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for this opportunity. It was a oh, pleasure. Yes. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Dina. And we'll be sharing all of your information so people can connect with you, okay. um, especially the way that I found you, because I think that was, you know, I, I still sometimes think, how did that even happen? Yeah. But <laughs> it was awesome. So yeah. we'll make sure to share that too and make sure people can connect to you. Easy breezy. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. You're welcome. Thank you so much for being a guest and thank you to the Disrupt Now podcast community. To connect with today's guest and every other guest that we have on our show, there are two places that we keep not only all of the episodes, but the information and bio of each of our amazing guests and their contact information. The disruptnowprogram.com site has all of the podcast link as well as teamgoo.com forward slash episodes. Thank you so much for joining us today and we'll see you again on the Disrupt Now podcast.